What's going on, everybody? It's Thursday at 8, and thanks for tuning in to League Talk on Weagle 91.1. Over the next hour, we'll be discussing and debating a wide variety of sports, prospects, and matchups right here in Auburn, as well as across the nation. My name is Adam, and with the help of my boys Gordy, Bo, and Tucker, we'll bring you the best takes in sports. Let's dive right into it. What's good, everybody? What's going on? We're at full strength. Yeah, who's that? It's about time. Who are you? You guys remember? Hey, I, all right, introduce Hi. yourself to everybody. I, I'm back. That was real. I'm back. Well, I mean, like Jordan from Double A Baseball. Exactly. I just watched that episode the other day. Uh, that's a really, it's a really good series. Anyways, we're all the way back. Um, full strength. We're here to recap what just happened this past weekend in March Madness. Give a little preview of the Masters slash recap of the day one. Um, little NBA action. Too. Little NBA action. We're kind of all over the place, but we're gonna get you up to date. It's league talk for you. Um, so how do you guys feel about day one of the Masters? The wind and the greens were just ridiculous. I feel like. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was it was a weird day. Whose putt was that that went off into the into the water? Like everybody's. No, but <laughs> yeah, true. What, what true. was that? Tw- is that part of uh, Amen Corner? Is that twelve? He barely tapped it, and it went. 20 yards past the hole. I'm trying to think of what uh, – I swear I saw that happen multiple times yeah. today. Yeah. A I lot mean, of people are in the water. I don't know if there's a harder course than this one that I've ever seen. Especially with wind, or adding wind and, like, poor elements, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people's predictions, at least so far, have not really lived up to fruition. I don't know anybody that had uh, Justin Rose anywhere in the top, especially the after day he did, one. right? Or he picked him. Yeah, he did, yeah. Somehow he called it, plus 10,000 odds, but uh, – I mean, he's like that. He was really tearing it up today. He's an absolute stick. He's a two-time runner-up uh, already at the Masters, but he's never won before. Didn't you say that he has tied the record for the largest lead in the first round? Ever. Ever. After day one. And he's up four strokes. He got seven under. You got Hideki Matsuyama and Brian Garner. You guys remember the other dude that's tied in second? Brian Harmon. Brian. Is that Harmon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brian Harmon. He's playing really well, too. But, I mean, yeah, honestly, all the names you expected aren't necessarily near the top. Uh, Spieth barely rounded out negative. Um, Had some some bad lies, that one play where he's literally in the trees and he knocked it off. And some poor putting. A big trunk. Yeah, Yeah, but that big big eagle chip in, though. That was insane. He triple bogeyed and then birdied and then eagled right after. There were a couple crazy plays. What were y'all's highlights of the day, you think? Because mine has to be Tommy Fleetwood's hole-in-one. That's that uh, yeah, that's always very interesting that, to watch. That's pretty exciting to watch. I don't know. I like speed shot a lot. How uh, far out do you think him. he was? Probably like I mean, I wouldn't, four. I wouldn't, I don't know, but if it, it's it, a big green. It was yeah, going true. so fast that like if it would have rolled off the green, the hole, it, it would have gone in the water. Yeah, true. True. For sure. It, it had so much speed. It, it had to be perfect, and he was just attacking the hole and went for <coughs> it. I feel like your average golfer on that course is going to have like three or four putts per hole minimum. Because these pros, I don't know, probably more. The pros were doing that. Like, the really, you don't usually see these guys three-putt, and we're watching it, and the right. announcer says, uh, Jordan Spieth up to putt. He hasn't uh, three-putted in over 100 rounds. Boom, three-putts. <laughs> or 100 days. Boom, three-putts right there. Yeah. But it wasn't just him. It didn't seem like anyone could get it together. 
Who has the stat on the average score yeah. or the total aggregate right score here. today versus last year? Do you have so it? For 2020, the combined score was minus 54. Sheesh. And then for 2021, it's plus 220. What a swing. Yes. Like it's nowhere close to the same. And rounds under par, 2020, 2020, 53, 2021, 12. That's, that's just day one? Uh, yes, first round of the Masters for the last two years. And then round in the 60s in 2020, you had 64 people shooting the 60s. And this year, first round, three. Man. There's 24. Did I say, what did I say? You said 64. But yeah, still. 24. Big I don't know where I saw. Oh, yeah, in the 60s. I, saw I guess, yeah. I mean, and it's only been a 24. few months. Like, they played there in November, but I guess the course just, like. Yeah, what could be different? Really the conditions? Based off the, the weather, like, was the ground. I feel like the greens were not as firm in November. I feel like. True. It wasn't as difficult to. Yeah, it's a different season. To so. putt. Yeah, and they were all complaining about wind. Uh, Kepka said, it's like sometimes you tee off, there's really zero wind, and then the next hole there's like 15 miles an hour at your face. I'm about to sneeze. Just to go on. I'm about watermelon, 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 watermelon. About to that makes it go away. I think oh. like the my <laughs> highlight of the day. <laughs> Sorry, Tucker. No, you're good. I'm not going to do it, I guess. I, I would honestly say the highlight of my – I not that I, you know, cheer against this guy or anything, but like <clears> – <throat> Just how I feel like DeShambo just thinks Augusta's a joke or something, and then he just not anymore. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't think I, that anymore. Well, it's like two well, years in a row that he's yeah, two two years in a row. Well, he was a little bit more humble this year, but he had he was four over, only had one birdie today, and it's like he was he he didn't for real have a practice round. He he uh, it, it's like he. Yeah, he does his style of golf. No, I know what you mean. Doesn't yeah, really fit that course. I feel. Well, like you think well. it would after his talk of before the last Masters, talking about that he adjusted his game. Now it's a par sixty six or whatever he said. Par, yeah. par sixty eight. Uh, par sixty seven. Par sixty seven. Yeah. Right, right, of course, there. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was so close. It was evident today that uh, the the amount of distance that you put on the ball, like yeah, he he leads the the whole entire PGA Tour in driving distance, is not as important at the Masters as it is really your uh, iron play approach shots and putting. Because putting, yeah, definitely. But it doesn't help when you're teeing off like he is, and he's hitting the ball 340 yards, but it's like 50 yards in the stuff, yeah, like out in out in the woods, or like he's got to hit some chip out into the fairway just to have a chance to make the green regulation. How many fairways he hit? He hit seven of 14 fairways okay. and hit nine of 18 greens. Well, so, I mean, like that's I mean half. It's weird to me too because uh, as we all saw. Uh, Bryson was playing disc golf instead of opting into his practice round on Wednesday, which most players do because, I mean, you, you definitely benefit from that. And it's a golf. major after all. Yeah, I mean. sure. Yeah, it's maybe the most important major. Um, but, I mean, he's played this course enough times. He was the low major uh, at this course in 2016 when he was an amateur. Sorry to say low major, low amateur in 2016 as a young blood and was able to lead all the amateurs back then. So, I mean, I think he knows what he needs to do. That man just cannot execute. Yeah, and he gets really. I feel like he gets in his head too. He always looks so mad. You can see he, it in his face. Yeah, definitely. And now, and getting in your head when golfing, like that's the last thing you want to do if you want to do well. I mean, I don't know. There are a couple highlights. I mean, honestly, Justin Rose. He started slowly. He was two over through the first seven holes. Didn't really look like he was going to make any noise. And then he eagled the eighth hole, and was just absolutely unconscious after that. He birdied the ninth, the tenth, the twelfth, the thirteenth, the fifteenth, the sixteenth, and the seventeenth. Yeah, I mean that he didn't have a single bogey. Yeah, that back yeah. nine's insane. I mean, just being able to shoot what is that six under on the back? I mean, or er, eight under. 
He, he eagled. Bogey. He okay. He eagled eight and then birdied nine. You're right. So one, two, three, four, five, six. So I'm sorry. That's right. Six under on the back. On a day where it seemed like everyone was struggling to go low, he made it just look so easy. Like what was he yeah. doing? I mean, I feel like it's the first round, so a lot can happen. I, I mean, I like the dude. I hope they. I mean, wish the best for him and everything. But I also wish for a, a competitive round. Exactly. Competitive I feel tournament. like I feel like tomorrow is going to be a different story. He's he's been in this position before. He's led the first round four different times. There's no way he keeps one. he keeps the lead. In my opinion, four days in a row. Well, it's. I think it's important not to overreact on the first day. Exactly. Because exactly like, what I'm trying to get. The, at. the course is different, like almost every day, probably, and at least how they'll approach it and everything. So we could easily see Justin Rose have a plus day tomorrow, or maybe he just shoots par and stays at seven. But like, you know, never know who could climb up the ladder. Spieth is looking really good. Um, there's a lot of guys who are like around even or like maybe a little bit over like one or two and they're going to need to have a big day tomorrow to be in contention for the weekend. But, uh, mm -hmm. hopefully they do. Cause I, I also want to see it get a little more competitive if Justin Rose could, I guess, just run away with it. But yeah, well, and another thing too, is like a lot of these guys are, I mean, they're, they were like one hole away from being in there. Like I look at a guy like Webb Simpson right here who finished two under, but doubled on a hole 15 or 16. So, I mean, one I, hole can hurt you. Yeah, that's from second place alone to, I mean, you're still tied for fourth, but I mean, you're three shots back as opposed to five. Well, and, and Spieth triple bogey, like said, so he yeah. would be uh, four under, which would be in second by himself. Yeah. And then, like, Hovland had a triple bogey. Like, there are a lot of A lot of guys, of guys did, I feel and like. And it, it's, I, Sung like Jay? you said, like, it's Sung Jay had quad it. bogey. Oof. Yeah. Hit That's two water rough. shots, and those, they were brutal. Like, stuck on the green, sat there for, like, five seconds, and then slowly start rolling off towards the water. I don't know what you're supposed to do it's on so many of these. Yeah. It yeah. really is. Yeah. I saw the water get a lot of action today. Yeah. On shots that weren't direct, directly into the water, that just trickled off. Yeah, like, good shots. Like, mm -hmm. if you hit that, you would be very proud of yourself, but somehow it ends up in the water still. The greens like, to me, the like, Didn't watching it from TV... Unpre really unpredictable. Yeah, I like just don't know see, what you're you supposed see to there, do. Like, and it looks like it looks pretty flat, but then it rolls. It rolls like fifty feet. Dude, I, I feel like the greens are so hard. Why would you not let the players use the green book? Like, uh, I guess that's, is that have they always done? Maybe that? that's yeah. I guess yeah, that's, that's Masters tradition. Part of the fact, like, yeah. just another part factor of the for them, I guess. Uh, and but Bryson like, apparently is needs really it. yeah. He really needs that. He's really about the numbers. So He's very analytical, yeah. So I'm sure he would know on if he had the book, like exactly yeah. how much every. I mean, what do they even say on there? How much the ball breaks? It's, yeah, and like how much slope of each spot and stuff like God, that. That's Where, ridiculous. And I mean, like you said, uh, Shoop is like, uh, tomorrow could, is going to be probably a completely different course. I mean, the yeah. the whole pin location is going to be completely different, and the greens are so different on one side or the other that it's. I mean. It could be playing in another guy's favor, and you just don't know. That's could, that's what's so crazy about Augusta. Yeah. Could the pin location get even more difficult because it looked yeah ridiculous? Yeah, they could they could make it more difficult. <laughs> but they, you think they will or like? Yeah, I, I say as it goes on, they after probably such will. a low after such a high scoring round and such historically I mean, low might, scoring ones in the opening maybe round. They give them some forgiveness, but uh, I don't know. I think they probably want to keep it. 
they they like the fact that all these guys are shooting over. I mean, it's correct. Like, well, Cantlay is plus seven. Like, Rory's plus four. Yeah, I was about Bryce to say plus four. These it, are the best golfers in the world, and it's tearing yeah. them up. If anyone can benefit from a better uh, pin selection, it would be Rory. I think his uh, video, his clip today, is definitely going to be on SportsCenter, not top ten. Oh, uh, hitting his dad. Yeah, hitting his approach he, shot. No, so he'd get a better lie. That was uh, that was <laughs> one of my questions. Did his dad do that intentionally? Like, kind of like when your buddy's putting and you know it's about to fly past the hole, so you could stick the foot out and give a little back. Board yeah, I action. think you did that for me yesterday, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we had our own little league talk golf round yesterday. We're trash, though. We're oh, I trash. was so bad. I mean, it's rusty. We're rusty. I, uh, I genuinely think I would shoot, like, a 130 or worse at Augusta. Dude, I mean, if yeah. If I tried to play it, yeah. it would just be a joke. I can't even fathom it because I don't know how many putts it would take even on, like, the golf game to get it in the hole on some of these uh, yeah. greens and... I just, in real life, I would have no idea what to do. You can't exactly press A and read the putt in real life. Yeah, you try to mentally, but... I do, actually. <laughs> I try to see the line. Um, but, yeah, I think Rory's been really... You could tell in his interviews leading up to the tournament, he's putting a lot of pressure on, self, on himself to complete that career Grand Slam, which only a few golfers have ever, ever done in history. Uh, it includes the Masters Tournament, the PGA Championship, which Rory has won, the U.S. Open, which Rory has won, and the Open also called the British Open, which he's also won. If he wins the Masters, he can complete the Grand Slam, but he has never been able to put together four good rounds in a row on this course. Yeah, he did the same thing in November. He shot like three over on the uh, first day and then actually shot better over the next three days. And I Justin expect him Johnson. to do better. But in, he, and he might, and there's lots of guys who are going to have to work hard tomorrow to make sure they avoid the cut. But I mean, What do we think the cut will be at? What do they take, half the crowd? There's lots of guys at plus two and plus three, yeah. so... Well, and so Rory's thirty-one too. He's probably got a lot. He's got a lot of golf left. He does. You can tell. I mean, Justin Rose is forty, winning the whole thing. Like mm -hmm. Rory's got time to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, he's definitely in his head about it. Yeah. Well, another interesting t thing too is like last year, the DJ he got the twenty under. Like, do you think anyone's going to get to twenty under uh, this weekend? It's not really looking oh like it right now, dude. Well, actually, I mean, it kind of is for Justin Rose. I mean, I mean everyone that he's going right now. Second yeah. was 15 under. Like even that's like I don't even know if. <laughs> but nobody get there. I feel like they were even lower as a crowd on the first. I mean, yeah, we yeah. know for a fact they were lower yeah. as a crowd on the first day. It just a lot I don't happen, know. Though. I don't know if it's the wind or what. But for some reason, this looks like a twice as difficult course as it did in November. There is a 50% mm -hmm. chance of rain and thunderstorms tomorrow at the Masters too. I just looked. Really? Yeah. So I think it's gonna be later in the day is when it says it's like 40, 50% later in the day. That could push some rounds to have to start the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. That would well, and last last year it was in November, so you know you might the grass may be different, the trees yeah. might not be as in play as they are right now. Yeah, true. Maybe the leaves were more the leaves were probably more dead in November as compared to spring, yeah. where you got the full azaleas and all the beautiful plants that they always have at the Masters that are in full Everything's bloom. Everything's alive. Yeah, even the except people. the golfers. Yeah, except for yeah, the there are people though. Which yeah, has been really entertaining. That really makes golf twice as much fun to watch. Uh, you see the biggest crowd following Bryson. Uh, I mean, I would follow him too. I just want to watch him off the tee box. Yeah, him, yeah. he's he probably the future of the game. Let's be honest; like everyone wants to hit it far now. No, he's really changing the game. On mm, correct me if I'm wrong. If you disagree, Steph changed the the basketball game by really emphasizing the three ball and proving how lethal it can be if you're really tough from deep. Is Bryson capable of doing something similar? I mean, we've already talked to guys. We haven't talked to him. We've heard guys talk about how. Yeah, like I was off. I've been watching Bryson. I'm trying to hit longer. I know Rory himself has said he feels like he should be able to hit just as just as far as Bryson. He almost does, but yeah, I don't. I hope that 
the golf game keeps evolving. We keep getting these long hitters like Bryson because it sure is entertaining to watch. Chicks yeah. dig long ball. Facts. Facts. For any sport. I mean, yeah. basketball, golf, baseball. Like True it, enough. It, well, and it's it's more of an advantage. I to, dig the long ball. Yeah. <laughs> if I, if I yeah. could do it every time, I'd go up there and just pipe it 350 yards. So who are y'all's, who are y'all's predictions then? I know it's after day one. It's kind of not. Yeah, you have a little more info. Than yeah. you it's think. hard to say because Justin Rose is scary being that far ahead, but like I just really believe that he's gonna stall out and that we'll get I agree more you. guys moving towards like tomorrow. We'll see him at like minus seven, minus eight. Hopefully, we get some guys that play pretty hot tomorrow and make it more competitive. Because I don't like to see anybody really just run away with it. I want to see Patrick Reed get one of these triple bogeys tomorrow. Yeah, quad bogey would be nice. That'd be so yeah. sick. That'd We're very so anti Patrick Reed on a few this water balls. Is anybody guys. not? Is anybody pro Patrick Reed? If you are pro Patrick Reed, call us right now in our studio phone three three four eight four four nine three four five. We'd be happy to roast smoke. you because we'll fry you unless you have if unless you, you start barking into the <laughs> microphone, then, <laughs> then we'll probably. Hang oh, up. please don't do that. But I, uh, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to a lot of action. I doubt it stays the roster. I mean, the lineup is definitely going to change as far as the standings go significantly but i also just realized i completely just didn't even bother looking at our spreadsheet that we made to start this episode no it's okay um <laughs> we're going, we're <laughs> so going in reverse we're, yeah we're, we're just gonna go backwards we, we go backwards masters last, yeah but we might as well keep talking about it like it's been i mean yeah keep it going about the masters yeah yeah all right um but i i don't know like if i had to pick one guy I think could make a run tomorrow. I honestly like the way Spieth ended today. I agree. I really I do. Say that. I I think he could get hot tomorrow. He had and a like, seven. It was still he's one been under. Playing great uh, lately, like at other tournaments. Of course. I mean, he won. He, he won, won last week, week right? The yeah. Valero Open, first time winning. I believe anything since 2017. Yeah, he hadn't won in so long, but he'd, he'd been so but close in the week. He's so coming he back around. You think he could get back to back tournament wins? I don't know if like. Because not a lot of people have done that. Make it interesting. It would be yeah. It would be really hard to do that. Um, but it's definitely know, possible. He's, he's I like where his swings at, and I think I like he's moving in the right direction. I yeah. Agree. What I like about him the most is at least when they are doing like the where they zoom in on him talking to his caddy. For example, when he was in the trees, mm-hmm. he is out loud talking through every single possibility, and he is pinpointing exactly the sh- like where he needs this ball to go so that he can set up his next shot. He's thinking so far in advance, and he knows that he has the actual ability to put it where he wants, but it's so impressive to me when he breaks down exactly what he's going to do mm-hmm. and why he's going to do it to his caddy, and we get the inside scoop like we're mic'd up or something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he had, um, a, he had a couple, like, terrible shots, but ended up minus one today. It was crazy. What, yeah, yeah, like his response to his adversity today is another reason why exactly. I, I like him because, like, we obviously saw his meltdown in the past at mm-hmm. uh, wasn't that in 2017 also at uh, the Masters? Yeah, it's like the yeah. last hole, right? Maybe. Yeah, he had. I like, think 17. That Sunday was just terrible. And he's for been him. not doing well since until recently. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this last like couple months. I think he's. I think he's in a good spot. Uh, Rom, anyone who's sitting yeah. even has a good like Shoffley still has. I a good was. Chance. I was just looking at Rom because I mean he. I mean two birdies, two bogeys like. Yeah, lots of pars. Like, so he's playing consistent. Yeah. yeah. Well, Colin and JT, both guys who we thought would have a great chance to win because they're incredible iron and wedge player, are both sitting at one over. 
Um, yeah, it's still not. I mean, that's one over though. Yeah, I Long think they're alive. Thing. I don't think it's. I don't think. I think guys at plus two are still alive as long as Justin Rose doesn't continue to. He's gonna have to probably, to probably. I don't know. There's three three rounds left, but mm-hmm. he's gonna need to go over one day. Wait, where's Justin Rose I mean, from? To get some help. He's from uh, South Africa. No, Justin Rose is from, from England. England. He's oh, from he England. said he's born in South Africa. Okay. Really? English. Yeah. He's, but yeah, yeah I can't Whoa. speak on for Thomas today. I didn't watch him as much, like for what. Oh, he his looks mad. Was. He looks mad. But Morikawa's was. Uh, he was playing great until like the 14th hole or so. And, Three like, putt. His his putting like just really like left him there on on the back nine. So, uh, he's got to be thankful to only be plus one. He could have easily gotten. Worse than that, but uh, I I don't know. He's got to nail those putts tomorrow. Well, the putting hard. the putting is screwed uh, on this course. Like you kind of have to put your approach close, or at least honestly, you could be better off laying up on holes just so you can get a better chip to get it closer to the hole than you would from 100 yards out. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. yeah, it's just so ridiculous watching a ball that you think is about to stop rolling, just keep going, keep going, like keep going. the whole distance of the green. We saw that like 10 times at least today. Yeah. Just ridiculous. An- another thing I look at is like a guy that, you know, had a lot of birdies but also had a lot of bogeys. And, uh, I mean, you might not like this shoot, but Paul Casey, like, <laughs> he, was three, he was three under going into the back and finished one over. It's like if you turn some of those bogeys into some birdies, then, like, you're – really into contention and i i think he's someone that you know you should be able to or you should keep an eye on because if he cleans it up like he's proven he can you know he can shoot low based off the front nine and then if he just cleans up the back like that's a guy that could you know make a run late maybe well and i agree like uh, again like a lot of the guys in that one to two range are like really talented golfers so they're very capable of shooting low and like making this very interesting like there's Scotty Scheffler and like Thomas and Mark Xander Shoffley, of course. Xander, fully Finau capable. and Max Homa are like both plus two, and DJ's plus two. Like, there's plenty of guys who could get really hot and make yeah. it. Yeah, a lot of golf with play too. Oh, there's a million people at plus two. Yeah, there's so many. There's that might million. be that might be the cut if <laughs> plus three. Like this group of people, at least, it might be around. There's so many at. people. What yeah, answer answer had that penalty that was i mean the most that's ridiculous petty like yeah. i mean how do you see rules that? are rules but like they saying he he pushed down the sand on his backswing and i mean you could you'd have to bring it out with like a ruler to we'll, see how we'll much he pushed it down uh, we'll retweet it on our twitter yeah check it out follow uh, us but he barely i don't know how in the world they caught it like yeah it, he did like i guess move it a little bit but he said he didn't mean to, and I kind of believe him. Like, I don't think that's something he would have consciously been trying to do. Yeah. But, uh, and I don't know. It's just well, and so weird, I, I'm not sure what hole it was, but looking at his scorecard, he had a triple on 15, which I assume is what it was, and he's only three over. So, I mean, if that you take away two, then he's one over and cleaned up a couple like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, there's so many, like, it's just, I, I feel like, there's just one hole for like each of these guys that are, you know, sitting around even or a couple over. That's like that one hole, it like sets you back. Whereas you could be, you know, ahead possibly. Mm-hmm. Well, and, yeah. Like vice versa. You like we said, right like now. Rose could have that one hole where that really yeah. kind of hurts him tomorrow or maybe Saturday or whatever. And like opens it up for some of these other guys. Yeah, exactly. It's just, there's so, it's just a huge question mark based on where they put the pin, 
mm-hmm. how these guys play, how's the weather, all yeah. that stuff where it's just there's so much unknown that it's like <laughs> and, and yeah, it's so like, hard to predict. Yeah, exactly. Uh, golf in general is hard to predict, but at this tournament, it feels like in particular, it's just like even more so. Like there's so many factors. Yeah, it could change so much day to day. So a lot of factors. I just I'm looking at the tweet right now from Abraham. It doesn't even look like. Uh, yeah, I mean, he his tweet says I was just informed that I have been assessed a two-stroke penalty for unintentionally grazing the sand in my backswing on hole 15. He barely did. If he did, it's uh, it's about the size. The, he's got a l- tiny mound of sand right before the ball, but when I say mound, I literally mean smaller than your thumbnail. That's uh, what, yeah. That he, he, but right before he starts his backswing, he just kind of flattens that. It's behind the ball, but you are not allowed to touch the sand at all before your swing. But seriously, how do they see that? Like yeah. this camera angle that he has is insane. Yeah. Look up our Twitter, uh, League Talk underscore AU. Is that cr- yes? League, League Talk underscore WEGL for the video, but yeah ridiculous um that two strokes can be a big difference maker in tournament like this but i say we move on you yeah. guys ready wait before we do though rate out of 10 the master's dinner um we did last week Dang. and did anybody say anything but a 10 yeah like I, it was it was great what is yeah. it for you that makes it straight a 10? into the point yeah it's exactly I mean, what you would expect from it's a just good like George bread, boy. it's just bread and butter Levy's literally a South Car- carolinian but dj i thought he was from georgia I mean, Southern, though, that's yeah. a classic mashed yeah. potatoes, flame mignon. I'd give it a 9.5. If they had banana pudding, it's a 10 for me. Yeah, but like the cobbler, but at the though, mass, man. You do have to have peach cobbler. You have to incorporate peaches yeah. somehow. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. in Georgia. Georgia. I get my but peaches yeah, down in Georgia. Um, okay, yeah, he was born in South Carolina. Says he lived in Georgia. Why do I always freaking screw that up with these guys? Like, I always know where they, like, lived or grew up, but not – I always get the birthplace wrong. <laughs> um. It's all good, man. Yeah, but hey, don't be so hard on I'm yourself. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Whatever. You're doing great, man. Okay, okay. <laughs> on to the NBA. On to the NBA because we're going in reverse, correct? Yeah. Um, going crazy. N- there hasn't exactly been too much NBA. Uh, we're deep into the season. I yeah, mean, we're getting to the point where guys are really about to start putting forth their best effort because you're getting into the dark times when seeding is. It's really close right now, especially in the East. Um, for at least every single team. But you got certain teams pulling away. Like, I mean, when the Nets are healthy, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone more entertaining to watch in that team since, like, the Harlem Globetrotters. Well, and the fact that they keep winning <laughs> so much and they – yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, they're, they're supposed to win every single game. Yeah. <laughs> set up. It's literally, <laughs> like, it's literally like it's set up. It's like, kind of how it feels. And, like, even though we've only seen seven games with those three, like, incredible superstars. Even when together, two of them are there. Even, even when one, one of them. Of them <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. That team is still so good. It doesn't even matter which one it is that's healthy because they the supporting cast – even is ridiculous but with like, the additions of Aldridge and Blake. The Nets don't represent the East in the finals. Like, I mean, unless the 76ers, right? Yeah, but like, I, I just. Yeah, I think unless, they're the biggest threat. Unless, I like, they, their chemistry is somehow just, like, not there because they've played so little together. Like, the, I mean, as far as, like, Harden, Katie, and uh, Kyrie, but, like. But I mean, I the times like they have played together, though, it's been scary. Yeah. I mean, even it's so scary. We watched the other night. Uh, no Harden, no KD. Or KD came in in the second quarter. Yeah, uh, like, and he, like, didn't miss a shot. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. three or scored th- for three. points or four and he missed, like, two yeah, shots Yeah, he, he went five for five and had 17 points. It's Off an injury, just comes in in the second quarter, nonchalant. They're already up, like, 15, does what he needs to do, doesn't miss. I mean, the Pelicans are a good squad. Like, yeah. Zion. A team fighting to get in the it's playoffs. It's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're in this game. KD checks in, drops 17, yeah. seven and five. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> 
Imagine if he plays the whole game. How many minutes played? 19. Wow. <laughs> and dropped 17, Dude, 7, crazy. and 5. That is so it's crazy. That is it's like Yeah, it's, what, half a game, I guess? I mean, yeah. and Kyrie has been incredible. I feel like he hits a circus shot at least a game, at least one a game every time he plays. I don't know how he makes some of these happen, but... I mean, yeah, these guys on the Nets are having fun, man. Like, they're laughing. They're smiling. I haven't seen Blake Griffin smile since he was on the Clippers. They're so fun to watch, uh, too. He definitely didn't smile on the Pistons one time. Definitely didn't. Well, he dunked, I guess, early, but just <laughs> kind of decided to stop dunking. The Pistons. And then now you see him rising up from, like, outside the paint for these dunks. I'm like, dude, where was that? Like, he's smiling, he's laughing. It. And I think it's true for a lot of things, like, when you're having fun doing something, same goes for our golf. Like when we're having fun and it's it's nonchalant and there's nonchalant, there's less pressure. You play better. Yeah. When you laugh, also, if you're good and you're winning, like it's more fun and you play better. Yeah. There's and usually no locker room problems when. Uh, in, yeah, when, when you're winning, winning all the time. True. <laughs> and Aldridge, the addition of Aldridge, like that's huge. I can't even believe the difference he makes. Like as far as spreading the floor. They so can just another threat. reliable rebounder. He's, like he's se- yeah, like seven huge. Like I mean, he does everything else that, that he was they like, need him to do. He was like he's been the best player on so many teams that he's been on. At least the Spurs. And now he's him like Rosen. He's like fourth, fourth or fourth or fifth. Four. Is, is he right behind the big three? KD, Kyrie. I would. Martin? I would yeah. say so. I mean, he's the most recent and then, all-star on and then, the team, other than those guys, right? Yeah. I mean, Jeff Green's playing out of his mind. Joe Harris is. You know exactly what you're going to get from him. They don't even have Shamit hit shots. Yeah, and Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown's a dog. Buckets. Jeff Green is just insane. Uh, they don't even have Dinwiddie. Spencer Dinwiddie's yeah. still out. Yeah, I mean, tor- yeah, he's out Wait, for the year. He's he is. He year. is out for the year. ACL like early in the season. So that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, but I mean, okay. Here's my question then: Who is more of a threat? The Lakers win completely healthy, or the Nets win completely healthy? Because I know it's. I feel like the Nets are. I know it's probably the obvious answer, but this team still struggles to play defense. Like, their games are high scoring. They're going to drop a bunch of points. Yeah. But Aldridge is not going to help them really on defense. He's, you know, I mean, it w- like a the little. Lakers and Nets, I, I really don't the Lakers would play see D. it because I like seeing, like, kind of not the super team, like the huge super teams in it, I guess. Everyone's kind of a super team. But yeah. Uh, it's the only way people can win now. It would I be swear. so entertaining, the Lakers in that series, because they're, like, they're kind of opposite play styles. Like, the Lakers in the playoffs last year, we saw, like, great defense from them, and, like, they they kind of rebranded basketball. Like we had said with Steph, how All he bigs. the game with threes, and they kind of – I mean, they could shoot. It's like the opposite so of what big, they tried yeah. to do on the Rockets last year with the small ball. It's yeah. like, let's see how big of a roster we can let's possibly play make. play traditional basketball. Yeah, but the, what yeah. They're, like, what the matchup's going to be pretty wild too yeah, with Lakers and Brooklyn. Who's going to guard KD for the net? It's, I mean, yeah. I mean, Le- I mean LeBron, LeBron. Probably. I mean, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. AD. That's a problem. Guard AD. I mean, Aldridge. Yeah, but then who's going to guard like – I don't know. He's gonna he's gonna guard Harden. Harden. Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. Who, I, Alex Caruso. Uh, I mean, Schroeder probably. Schroeder plays good D. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Defense. Yeah. But no, he can't guard Harden. Exactly. He can't guard Kyrie. Kyrie. Either. No. Exactly. There's, it's a matchup. Much, there's too much. Like the the Lakers are good. Yeah, but there's I just think there's too much depth, uh, and like. Well, they're not even the best team in the West right now. They're fifth, yeah exactly they're fifth seed now because they've had neither of their superstars. So are they? 
so like we watched last night the Suns beat the Jazz in overtime in the Battle of Westeros. Oh, I did not that. realize the Suns yeah. were second seed. They've uh, been there all year. They've been there, dude. They have been playing really good basketball. Chris Paul is having fun again. He went off. I think at twenty-eight and nine. It's just off the top of my head. I think he had like right. last 20, night almost twenty points in the fourth quarter. Like. They're on a seven-game win streak. And I mean, D Book's a savage, but we already oh, knew that he had D Book. I don't know if he did this last night, but in like the five games before, he had scored at least thirty-five points in like five straight games. Respect this man. And you know, you got Donovan Mitchell on the other end, who is shooting thirty-plus shots a game for this Jazz team. But I mean, he had forty-one points last night. Uh, he's got to do that, I feel like, if they're going to win games, because yeah, they're crazy defensively. Um, but he's really one of the only guys that I feel like can run the offense for that team. Uh, but still, with, with with saying that, they're number one in the West. Yeah, and they have a by a good by, by a solid margin, I think, by a like couple games. Two games, yeah. Is it only two? Yeah, it's only well, two. Well, yeah, the Suns have gained a lot of ground now, and the Clippers too have been winning consistently, and so is Denver. So like everyone's yeah. kind of moving up. Well, I I definitely the West think is separating from the really good teams and like the maybe not so good teams. And the East is not. Yeah, East is the opposite. East is all over the place. They just except, keep beating each other, except like Brooklyn and. Uh, the Sixers really and and in the Bucks. There's oh uh this <laughs> there's a bigger difference in the three and four seed than there is four and eleven as far as like games back. Yeah. Wow. The, the, the East just yeah. keeps beating each other. That's yeah. it's, it's that's all it is really. I mean yeah, it's good competition in the East for sure. I think here soon teams are going to start tanking for draft position because you know you got a couple teams that are in contention for the one through three picks. You got Pistons, Timberwolves. I think the Cavs are close. Um, who's in the West that's in last? Magic. It's, it's uh, oh yeah, the so Magic literally are tanking, yeah, but somehow so Chuma's Rockets. just carrying the Rockets, them. The Rockets yeah. absolutely stink. OKC. The Thunder the Thunder absolutely stink, even Especially though... Especially, like, with no, uh, Dort and uh, Timberwolves SGA too. have been out. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, like... But really then you got these randoms. Uh, gosh, what's this guy's name? The who? Alexandre uh, Petrescu. Sergikov? Oh, oh, I know you're talking about. Um, His name is... It's Alec... Okay. Alexej Pokusevsky. He looks yeah, so I'm glad funny. He, went for that. he looks. He does not look. He literally looks player. like an alien. And then yeah. Moses Brown has been playing well. The guy from that UCLA uh, of like keep your head up, like his teammate. Like oh yeah, yeah. Jalen Hands comes up to him. And then this Theo Maladon has been playing well too. Like they're very young teams. Guys, I don't really know about, but like maybe these guys are. Uh, we talk about their future draft picks all the time, the Thunder, and it's like maybe they got a few pieces. Like they're not. Like great, but like mm-hmm. maybe those are g- gonna be some good pieces for them in a couple of years. Dude, this Alexej Pokusevsky dude is built like an AirPod. <laughs> <laughs> he he had eighteen point six points a game in the past five games, five rebounds, three assists. He's only nineteen years old. Wait, where is he from again? Uh, Do you know, <sighs> dude. I mean, no. He's foreign. I know he's super foreign. I don't know. He has the longest neck I've ever seen. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure where he's from, but it kind of makes me think. He's uh, from Serbia. He's from Serbia. He's, he's got a similar build to Chet Holmgren. Um, yeah, that and high schooler. Chet might be even a little taller. Where's he going next year? It's yet to be determined. Everyone says Gonzaga. Uh, but even of course, like, of course. Well, he played with Jalen Hands, so they assume that Jalen's – I mean, not Jalen Hands. Jalen sucks. Yeah. They assume that he's doing some recruiting. Yeah. Well, that's another topic, too, is, like, I feel like, you know, this G League thing has been f- – is cool. You know, it's cool, but do you think the players are actually benefiting from yeah, it? Yeah, I was thinking like I th- I don't see a lot of uh, these you know these G League players that are playing there, but I see a whole lot of exposure in these college guys. So right. It's, so what do you know. think? Like I know that I've, there's definitely more exposure in the college games as far as like 
players becoming like icons or whatever with like, you can build fans easier in college you know yeah i mean max abemus for example like yeah. guy probably or late second round who came out of nowhere just because of you know two games in march three games in and march like, we should have yeah, known about Mitchell him helped his draft stock a lot and like jared butler probably did too on baylor like yeah, yeah absolutely like there's tons of guys like that who because of the way they and juzang and a couple like i don't think he's going this year but maybe next year like dude i think yeah they're gonna have a lot of guys return i think juzang's probably go to the draft i feel like after his performance in march yeah, exactly. And it's but like like guys like that. That's when the dogs come out. Yeah, it's like with the the G League team. It's well, they still say Cade is number one or Mobley or what's his uh or that they're the they're the two. I think they're yeah. Uh, it sucks. Jalen sucks. So what I was saying is the these the G League thing is like there's it's one team and they're all on just one team. So it's like you can you have to you know share this exposure, share the ball, do all this stuff. Whereas yeah, that's there's that's a good point. There's yeah. so many different teams yeah. in college where you could be the best player on this team, mm-hmm. whereas there's and only one. They're, they're all on just one team, yeah. and you know you have your Jalen Greens, your Kamingas, who are the best guy on that team, but all those other guys like Isaiah Todd, who's still good. Second-round pick, they say. Yeah, but if he were in college, who might be best guy on his team who could yeah. be a first-round. He was yeah. committed to Michigan. And I guess Can maybe you, imagine? you could say like for some guys – being the level of prospect of like green and Kaminga, it it works because you know they're gonna go ahead and play against guys who have been the nba and like learn more about the nba already maybe have a leg up they're all they'll already have some uh money in their bank account yeah and uh i I mean like it's not gonna hurt both of those guys are top five picks i guess is what i'm trying to say true for guys who maybe we didn't know so much about like todd uh, like but if you hurt some more, so. Tucker brought up a good point that I just really, honestly thought of. They're all on the same teams. So like Jalen Green led that team in points a game. Like Kaminga led them in rebounds. Um, Cade Cunningham almost went to the G League because of all the 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 speculation almost a year ago today, where they Oklahoma State had those recruiting issues, and currently they have an appeal processing still in the NCAA. So they still could get banned. They but the moral of the story, they thought they were going to be banned for this year's March Madness, and they weren't. Um, if Cade had played on this G League team, he's probably not the number one pick, I well, feel like, because you, you wouldn't get to see his full ability of skills and how he can really lead yeah. and carry a team. You exactly. go from being the number one option to maybe the three or four, maybe fifth option on the team. Right. And what if Jalen Green came to Auburn like he should have? Yeah. He would have absolutely carried us. and let. Maybe he would be the straight-up number one pick. Yeah. You and he would have had more opportunity. I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. They'll probably create more of these kind of teams in the G League that are going to be, like, guys who can come in and play. Like, I, I don't think the Ignite will be the only team, like, forever that's no. – It's still a tough right. Yeah, yeah, it's you're right. very new. Yeah. It's so new. So, yeah, it's it probably is early to call it. But, yeah, I think right now college is does kind of seem like the way to get your exposure because – March is such yeah. a difference maker for some players. I mean, Oklahoma State, honestly, like, Cade Cunningham was the their only, like, main scorer. Right. So, yeah. And he made everyone else on that team better, too. Exactly. Sure you, can see that, you can see that very clear when you yeah. see that team play or when you saw that team play. Yeah, especially from yeah. beginning of the year to the end of the year. they got yeah. s- The rest of the guys got s- is so much better. Yeah. Well, that team beat Baylor. Uh, which I guess should be the beginning of our transformation taking this convo to college. Um, but... That team was one of the only two that beat Baylor the whole year. They only lost two games the whole season. Who um, was their other loss? Kansas. I Kansas. Kansas, which is kind of weird. They didn't even have Jalen Wilson. I don't, 
or no, they did. He just didn't do much for that game. Um, Strange. Uh, but yeah, uh, Baylor. We kind of got to recap the Final Four because last time we spoke, it was about to happen. Uh, so really short and sweet because you know that was a while ago. Baylor wrecked Gonzaga. Yes. And they also that and they Houston. 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 Yeah. And they wrecked. And basically Houston. everyone else. The only game that Arkansas was kind of close. Like right? a nine point game. Yeah, that was a nine point game, and then they beat like everyone else by double by like digits. Eleven, like, but yeah, their closest one was nine, which is still multiple. Positions. Watching them at the tournament was so entertaining. Mm-hmm. Oh, they really are. I to me, their advantage was they got multiple guys that are absolutely positionless. Like Davion Mitchell plays one through three. Jared Butler plays one through four, Teague. probably. Teague is supposed to be point guard, but like he's a flamethrower. You got, got Butler bringing fast. the ball up the court. The offensive rebounds. They had like they just yeah. destroyed yeah. that uh, six five. Mark Vidal. Like, like four. Dude, yeah. he played he, six five, but he played seven. Yeah, he had eight. like he probably had ten offensive boards. Like, I mean, in Flagler coming off the bench and just drilling every three he took. Like, yeah. It was, yeah. They had like every time they had so many bench points. Come, yeah, every time Gonzaga tried to come back, it was like Baylor would just answer with like a seven zero run. And it yeah, was like, it was the whole game. I mean, they they held a comfortable comfortable lead the whole entire game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the way that Gonzaga even got there in the first place that uh, was one of the best games. Is that the best UCLA game? Yeah, is that maybe the best game that was we've game. ever seen in our lifetime? It's up there with, with the that Villanova, Villanova. Yeah. yeah, North Carol North Carolina, right? Yeah, yeah. the last second shot. Yeah, I like 100%. maybe have to give the edge to that one because it's a championship. Because it was a championship, but this one was insane. Like they went to overtime and like uh, just when Juzang got his own board and put, it, put back, it back, it's like oh we're going the double OT and then it's nope nope Juzang <laughs> Juzang special. Yeah, is, Suggs is special. It was obvious that we already knew that, but Juzang is so. so I, what I didn't know. Timmy. Timmy had a Timmy. little. Timmy didn't have a great night. He still probably did the best on that team. The I got five turnovers was rough for him. Yeah, yeah. He still had twelve. Uh, points. They ate him up. They were, yeah, they made Gonzaga like I just. I don't think Gonzaga had seen a team that played defense to that caliber. Yeah. yeah. So it's a different. Like Gonzaga all year was playing at their own pace and being able to score well, and then they they meet Baylor who. A, a faster team, more athletic, best defensive team they played the whole year. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. they just it they led the whole game. Yeah, it wasn't exactly it like didn't the, the energy game. too. You could tell straight off the bat that like mm-hmm. Baylor brought that energy. Yeah, they made they made Gonzaga so uncomfortable from the start. Like it was nine to nothing, and you could almost see the Gonzaga players just like their eyes shook. To, like, look, like yeah, they were like because they'd look, never been in that situation. Turning the ball over and like yeah. taking bad shots and yeah. yeah. At the half, they brought it to ten points, and it kind of looked for a second that Gonzaga was going to make this more mm-hmm. interesting. Uh, I for sure thought it was going to be close. And after that. Baylor's came out strong in the second half. Outscored them by six in the second half, by ten in the first. Who impressed you most? I feel like for me. Uh, Davion Mitchell's ability to just 100%. do everything on both sides of the ball. He gets rebounds. He gets assists. He can score. I mean, create his own shot so easily. What a crafty yeah. dude! I I don't. I wonder if Bruce even thought for a second that he had the potential to play like this when he had him when he as a freshman. Yeah, but I mean, he was behind uh, Bryce Brown and, Jer- and Jared. Jared. Yeah, so maybe that was the right decision at the time. Was, was that their final four year, or was it? That, that was, was the year before. That, before. Yeah, year yeah before that was the next that. year. This was our freshman year. And he, the final four he a freshman? he was a freshman then? Yes. Yeah. He transferred after his freshman year. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he announced for the draft, you know, as he should. A lot of guys have announced Absolutely. for the draft. Kind of waiting on what some from these Gonzaga guys, because uh, you would think Kispert, maybe, you know, Suggs is going. I don't even think it 
I mean, you know he's going. He's not, he doesn't yeah. have to say he it. He could yeah. be number that, He I could think, be number one. Yeah. I think one is very up case. in the air right now. Because he, he actually, I think, had the best game for them in the final, too. Like He did. He led them in points still. He had 22 points. No one else had more than 12. Kispert yeah. and Timmy both had 12. Sheesh. Mm-hmm. Um, Kispert was a disappointment. Not a, I mean, I guess you could say disappointment. Yeah. But and I mean, he had such high him expectations. And, uh, Kispert and Ayayi both had injuries. Like I think they were yeah. granted like later oh, in, yeah, the, in sure. the game still. So, like. You know, it's not like they made enough of an impact before then, but yeah, they had those that might have affected them later in the game. But um, yeah, I think I think Kispert probably doesn't come back because he is already a senior, and yes, he'll get that. Like everyone has the extra year to come back. But uh, I think Kispert being like maybe a top ten pick, like for sure lottery pick. Like I think he goes. You think? You think yeah. top 10? I don't Maybe. I don't know. I mean, that's what I've been seeing. I've kind of been seeing it too. At least top 15. Uh, yeah. I was thinking more I of wonder like the eight, 16 to 18 range. But yeah, still like he's a, like I think he's a lock top 20 for sure. Mm-hmm. For lock me. first round, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I mean, that kind of starts the conversation of all these different transfers and draft announcements. You got Herb Jones just announced going to the draft. Probably should. Yeah. Trenton Wofford just announced he's going to the draft. Probably should. Probably should, but do he didn't really do, I think, what he wanted to this year as far as statistically. I mean, yes, got him to the tournament. Yes, they won the first round. Uh, got upset. Uh, Wait, was it a – who did they get upset by? Not really upset. Like, we beat them. It wasn't really upset. We, yeah, we, no, we made him close. We made him upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was, he's, probably, upset. he's probably crying about it. But Yeah, no, that's, that's interesting because I – trying to think back to last year like he was he was first round in the mocks yeah he was in the yeah. 20s if i remember correctly like and i haven't I, seen that anymore yeah and it's i i get what he's doing where it's like okay because he averaged more this year i think i think worse percentages but did have slightly more points yeah so it's like i get what he's saying like i'm gonna go now before anything else changes maybe i like it's a precaution because like what right. if things get worse right he might as well go now. And Jolante Smart, I think, had the same thought process. Uh, he probably thought it was the best as it's going to get in college right now. Uh, Keon Johnson from Tennessee and Springer has yet to announce, I think. Yeah, Springer has announced. Okay, then they both announced. Yeah. Uh, two guys we expected to announce. A lot of people are saying Keon is the highest ceiling of anybody in this first round. Dude, uh, I agree. Which, it's kind of crazy to say considering some of the names. Um, you agree? Dude, I've played, I played this dude in high school, and I've never seen someone so – crafty explosive and just like all around like he's the best athlete in this how many points do you have on you okay listen to this me and my cousin were double teaming him first half (laughs) pause and (laughs) and he had 36 out of his team's 38 points in the first half and he was being double teamed dude i i was i didn't like this dude they would just throw it over me and he gotta bang the floor or something are you talking trash you don't talk any trash I, w- I mean, how can he, I talk trash? Okay, he's scoring he, every possession. Well, he was probably talking lots of trash. He honestly doesn't, though. He's quiet. He was quiet when I played him. So, That's are cool. you going to get his jersey? No. What so if he, he goes to like? So he wait, he went know. to he went to a small little tiny high school in the middle of nowhere in Tennessee. Probably was the only good player on his team. Only good player on his team. Yeah, there's one other dude that was all right, but 36 out of the 38 points first half. Yeah, like, he's the only good player. He's the only good player. He averaged, I swear, he averaged 30. Five thirty-six points every game. So he's getting like the Halliburton treatment right now, basically. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair to say because uh, Halliburton was taken at like nine, eleven, I think. 11. He'll probably get drafted around the same spot, maybe even earlier. Um, Could be earlier. Yeah. 
But yeah, there have been lots of action happening, right. specifically for Auburn. Oh. Honestly, uh, Powell of all schools announced he's transferring to Tennessee. That one hurt. Well, whatever. Uh, like yeah. I, I wanted to wish How him we well, feel? but now that he goes to Tennessee, I'm yeah. like sus. Well, uh, kind of have know. to root against him. Now. Yeah, like I'm not. I don't yeah. want to explicitly like say it, but like yeah, I'm not. You really go to another school in the anymore. SEC, like dude. You're gonna have that's Bruce's alma mater, yeah. Or what you know, he used to yeah. coach there, right? That's what I, you know, what I meant. But yeah, like that's kind of ridiculous out of all the schools, and that's probably our biggest basketball rival besides like Bama and Kentucky, I guess. Yeah. LSU, I don't know. Yeah. LSU, but also JT Thor announces he's going to explore the draft. I don't see him getting picked, but uh, uh yeah, he didn't sign. Him. He didn't sign him. with an agent, so he'll. I probably. think he's just going to get a bunch of good advice from the scouts. They're going to let him know what he needs to do because Javon Franklin to he, South. South Jamal Alabama. And Jamal to UAB. Jamal Johnson to UAB, reuniting with my boy, Justin Brown, to Spain Park. To alone. Spain Park. Dude, I might have to walk on. I might have to walk <laughs> on. I <laughs> have to. They, it's going to be crazy watching them play together again. Uh, I think UAB definitely can win their conference with this squad. They also got uh, KJ, can't think of his last name, from Ole Miss. KJ, I don't, wanna, I don't know his last name. KJ something. He's a four. Uh, speaking, yeah, Devonte Schuler is gonna pursue professional uh, opportunities. Is yeah, what the tweet I saw said specifically. You think he'll play overseas? Probably. We'll see. Yeah, I think he should definitely get a chance in the league, dude. dude he's, he's crazy. Good. He is he's really crazy good. good. No, he's a bucket. Yeah. Yes, he's he reminds me of Bryce Brown, kind of. Kind of, with more of maybe more of a handle. Yeah, I mean he's like point. He scores more on ball than and he can Bryce he can go to the cup like, more than Bryce. Yeah. Like he's, that, he's like fast like him. He's shifty like him. So shifty, and he's such a good shooter like him too. But yeah, they're UAB will be solid. Bama just keeps getting good recruits. They now lead the SEC. They also just got a transfer from Texas Tech. Uh, Oof. Wait, who? Did, who? Bama. Ban- his name is Amari Burnett. Mm, the bi- a taller dude. Mm-hmm. I think he's a three. Uh, well, now they have five five stars on their team next year, assuming Javon Jelly Q stays, which I think he's gonna. Five five stars. Yeah, that's scary. Uh, that they is. have the best recruiting class in the SEC, third best in the nation. Uh, they now have the best recruiting like, class in football out of and basketball in the SEC. Yeah, Nate Oates is really building over there. Yeah. I can't even lie. Um, Dang, boo. But yeah, boo. We'll give them a run for their money, though. Should, should I can't really hate on Nate Oates, though, dude. He's he's such a good coach, man. He's yeah. such dang good coach. He's got the whole system over there where it's all based on statistics and analytics, and he's got all these ridiculous stats that he's almost developed with his team. Like, actually has, like, a hustle points formula. So at the end of every game, they add together all these different statistics, and I don't know. I really like what he's doing there, and I think all the players like to play for him. Um, but, yeah, they're going to be scary. What else? Um, what else? What else? What else? I think that's I, it, I, right? Yeah, I got locks. Yeah, we got locks of the week. Tucker, start us off. What you got? Well, baseball season is among us, and baseball. I love baseball. I played it my whole life. One of my favorite Ooh, uh, sports. Yeah. Speaking of baseball, we should talk about the Reds for a second. <sighs> like the best scoring team in major leagues right now. Yeah, yeah. Hot, flaming it. Averaging yeah. like 10 runs per game. What the Are heck? they really? Yeah. Is yeah. that the highest scoring There's, in the MLB? Uh, it's either us or I, the it Astros. It is, I believe. Yeah. Well, that actually is noteworthy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Been kind of hooping. Yeah. It should be. It's. Uh, I'll be watching y'all in Arizona this week because, you know. The air's uh, dry. 
the area is dry. You know, and fun we fact, play in Great American Small they, Park. So they like they pump humidity into the ballpark in Arizona. Fun fact, <laughs> but they don't even have to. But uh, is that is that facts? I believe so. Or yeah. they do something with the baseball to make it more so it's not like bone dry. That's something. crazy. Bone dry. But yeah, it should be interesting to see how y'all do because y'all have been home the whole time and you know. Great American, traditionally a more hitter-friendly ballpark. Great American small park. Yes. <laughs> We've hit lots of home runs. So yeah. Far. No, I. it's but fun to watch. I, yeah, yeah, I think the team, game's fun. Yeah, the team was embarrassed about how they showed up and uh, or how they didn't show up in the playoffs. Uh, it scored zero runs over two games after great pitching performances. So that's a little disappointing. Yeah. But, yeah. But I do love some baseball. Yes. So baseball season is among us. I've been, you know, keeping a – close eye on it so far and speaking of underperforming the Braves have been underperforming this year so have they won yet they yes finally they, they won one game yeah they yesterday I think against the Phillies yeah so they're no two they're two and four okay but they're just you know haven't been able to hit the ball that well and my first lock is with them they are playing the Phillies again and they're one and a half point f- or one and a half run favorites. Sorry, I'm used to basketball. Uh, well, that's nice. What's up, Auburn? Doing? What's up? What up? So I, I'm gonna take the Phillies plus one and a half at in Atlanta tomorrow because wrong team's favored. Yeah, I, I think the wrong team is favored. They they have a better record and they they swept them at the beginning of the year. So that's my first one. I'm feeling wild right now because. I mean, we could do basketball we want. So I'm going to do hockey because why not? Uh, Kings at the Sharks. I'm going to take over five and a half goals because who loves goals or who doesn't love goals? I love goals. We love goals. So that's <laughs> a, a lot of them. That's a very, you know, blind <laughs> pick. Like, sure, six goals. They got that. I love it. And then my last one is uh, the Bulls and the Hawks play tomorrow. I'm going to take over 227 and a half. The two. I like uh, it. Two teams that love offense. Yeah, defense is. Not Wait, did you okay. s- you say you had the over and yes. Bulls Hawks? Yes, bro, Twins. Nice. I got that too. Nice. Six. Gonna, yeah, Good pick. Over two twenty-seven and a half. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's like tonight that or that's one. tomorrow? That is tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Uh, I f- I feel the same way as Tucker. Just teams that can score a good bit and probably won't be a ton of defense. So hopefully we're right about that one. Uh, my other one, I mean, I was talking about the Reds and we play tomorrow in Arizona and I, I think, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win. Yeah. So I'm taking the money line minus 120 for the Reds. It's a late night game tomorrow at 940. Hopefully you can stay up that late. Dude, the baseball games, I feel like go late. Yeah. It's just know. cause they're all, I mean, you have all the way from New York to California. Yeah, so it's in all California sports, you know, basketball games over there too go late. But, yeah, I feel like – It's just because we're over here. Yeah. I guess that's – We are like, over here. We are, like, way over we're like, here. Dude, I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> we're, like, over this way. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Down yonder. Yeah. Bo, you got any locks? Uh, yeah, I got two. So, I got the Suns plus six, which starts here in, like, a minute. Or honestly, it starts right now. I Get think. your picks in Get now. Right now. Go now. Go now. So, so. <laughs> plus six versus the Clippers. Lock it up right here. You right should have gone first. I didn't know. <laughs> the clock is ticking. You said something, though. No, we're good, though. We're good. We're right on time. Right on. Um, I Call your bookie the right Suns now. The Suns have been playing a lo- like really well recently. D-Book's been playing really well. Um, but they did just have a overtime game last night. Um, 
But I like plus six. I feel like they cover. I also have Rom as a top five finisher. Sweet. Let's go. Sweet. Um, he's currently sitting at 13th place. Just had a kid. Mm-hmm. So you know the power of that. Yes. You know, yeah. I saw it with Van Vliet. Exactly. Playoffs. He was even the today. Yeah, the birth of a son. He was even today, which is good golf on this course, as we saw. Like that's that's good golf. Yeah, to go play through eighteen holes, playing pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah. Like He'll find his groove. I'm confident. Yeah, only like twelve guys shot under. So, yeah, yeah. Those are my locks. What do y'all got? Locks. I love it, man. I only have one uh, because I mean we kind of missed out on some NBA games. I want to give you guys Pistons plus seven and a half against the Timberwolves, uh, or, or not the Timberwolves. Um, against the Kings tonight starts at oh right now so I'm oh not gonna do it guys <laughs> but you should, you, should, you should have said something I know I actually just realized <laughs> I was starting right now uh, but I gotta go in tomorrow um, Tucker I think you'll be able to reason with my logic on this but Timberwolves plus nine tomorrow against the Celtics yeah uh, you guys aren't completely healthy right is Fournier gonna be out as well as uh, probably not uh, but, but I, I are. My only issue is the plus nine. You guys, I think, still No, win. yeah, I know. We were talking about this before we got in here. Like, I was – because I almost took it, too. Like, I'm I, pretty confident in the Celtic, or Celtics winning. But I was looking at the Timberwolves nine, games, man. and then, like, they don't – They don't lose like, by a lot. No, like, they're not a terrible team. Like, D'Lo's back Like, now. they're not a good team. Now that yeah. D'Lo's back, they're better. And it's been playing really good basketball. Like, I, I, I could see it being, terrible. like, a seven-point game, six, eight, you know, eight. Like, they're, they're going to be in it. They're not – they're not as, you know, they're not the Rockets. No. I mean, they are the worst team in the entire NBA as far as record goes, but they haven't been healthy, and I think – the p- issue with the Celtics is their defense in the paint. I think it has a problem that didn't necessarily get addressed like it should have before the trade deadline. Um, and so Cat might go off, you know. But I, I don't know. I don't know. That's mine uh, for sure. Plus nine. That's all I got. No, yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. Shoop. He, he already went. I got mine. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. Is that everybody? I think that's a wrap. <laughs> Those are all locks. Those are our locks. Take them or leave them. Uh, Bo, we're glad to have you back. Yes, sir. Yeah. Tell your lady friend to leave you alone. Nice to be at full strength. Uh, I have to do what I got to do, man. You do have to do what you got to do. I get it. You're listening to League Talk on 91.1 WEGL. We're out of here. Peace. See ya. Yikes. Thanks for listening to League Talk. For more sports content, follow us on Twitter at League Talk underscore WEGL, where we are happy to discuss the hottest takes in sports. If you ever miss a show, check out our previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Tune in next week, Thursday at 8, on Weagle 911 FM. This is League Talk, signing off.